My name is Zara. And my name is Maisha. And you're listening to That's What They Said. Where we break down the them versus us narrative. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of That's What They Said. We are back again and today we have a really relevant topic, I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm sure all of you are seeing all the negative stuff that's happening in the world and on top of all the negative stuff, you're probably seeing people, celebrities, non-celebrities saying things that are getting them cancelled. So yeah, today we are talking about cancel culture. And we're going to basically be talking about the two sides of cancel culture. And if you think about it, cancel culture is like very much what our show is really about. Our podcast is really about, right? Yeah, because uh, cancel culture really is kind of like there's so much division, right? Mm -hmm. In the context of cancel culture. And there's so much polarization that there's almost no room for dialogue and conversation, right? And it's very relevant to what our podcast is about, that, you know, we want to bridge that uh, gap and that division and create a scope for dialogue. Yeah, so that's what we want to talk about today. Cancel culture, the the them versus us of it. Yeah, yeah. So what is exactly like cancel culture, right? So the according to an article uh, on Pew Research Center, their website, the phrase cancel culture is said to have originated from a relatively obscure slang term, cancel, referring to breaking up with someone used in a 1980s song. I was actually surprised. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know about that. <laughs> this term was then referenced in film and television and later evolved and gained traction on social media. As you know, in the last, what, five, six years, mm-hmm. it's really exploded on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, and it's really become an idea of like collectively like boycotting a yeah. person or a business, right? And especially in the last like four or five years, I think, uh, since and more so, I personally more so since Trump came in power. I think so too. It's, I it's agree. intricately, it's now linked to politics quite a bit, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's a lot of debate as to like you know what it is and you know because there are people who say that cancel culture is about accountability. There's people mm-hmm. who say cancel culture is about punishment, right? Yeah. And then there's people who say that cancel culture is just violating freedom of speech. And then there are people who sometimes weaponize it. Mm-hmm. And and it really... All of this is to say that cancel culture has been used as a blanket ban. Cancel culture has been used as justification to boycott. Sometimes, yeah. a lot of times rightfully so, but sometimes maybe you're extending it, pushing it too yeah. far. Um, so yeah, in, in today's episode, we really want to like look into how it's evolved and we we very much today you know zara and i are like more so talking about our opinions here yeah um and yeah we just want to like create that conversation if you are listening to this episode that you know you also think about what it means to you and you know how as an individual you are participating in this culture and social movement that's cancel culture yeah exactly because nowadays especially i think a lot more of us are more openly into say activism whether it's through social media whether yeah. it's through action or what or just essentially more vocal about the issues yeah because i think we realize that we need to be vocal about issues mm-hmm. but while we are being vocal about issues how far are we taking it right to to you know disagree with someone or to take action on someone else disagreeing with us right yeah and i think the intention behind cancel culture overall it's the intention is good right like the point of not cancel culture per se but, but the, the intention of calling someone out yeah. or or telling someone what you said is inappropriate what you said is offensive or what you did is something that has created like 
so much harm in the past and has led to a system yeah. of a harm. Yes,、yeah, so、I think the intention some, yeah, is, so is a good someone, thing. It's to bring is, to light something that was done wrong for、exactly. all these years, all these like decades, and、yeah. now we want to fix it.、Yeah. But as you said, it's kind of become a blanket term, like cancel culture, it's become a blanket term to. Take a lot of actions which might be seen as unreasonable or not necessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In today's time, so I、time. think in one, like you know, there's so many. We're we're actually going to talk about a lot of like examples and instances、mm-hmm. in public of public figures that's、yeah. happened over the last few years. And first one that we want to mention, and I think because this one, the way I think this happened, and then the aftermath and the reactions of it is something that I personally like quite a bit. So with the baby recently at a concert of his, he he said some some words that I think can be considered as homophobic or kind of、um, is a stereotype of you know gay people, gay men,、yeah. inaccurate stereotype about gay men that you know has caused a lot of harm to that community. So his exact words, and this was like back in July, he told his audiences to put their cell phones up. Okay, so his exact words were, "Put your cell phone light up, apart from those who were HIV positive or." Were gay men who had sex in car parks. So those are not his exact words, but the、uh, essentially he was saying like put your light, put your lights up if you're not a gay man who has HIV and has been making yeah making、so、out. The way he said so, it, it's yeah, like yeah, it's like it's synonymous. Like, like you either you know you're HIV and then gay men yeah, HIV, and it was in a very derogatory way exactly. And that's a that's a the, this kind of like thought. It kind of way back when. HIV AIDS was just discovered, right?、Yeah. As a disease, it used to be、uh, people used to think、yeah, it spread by gay men, and yeah, that was completely because、yeah. it was actually known first as great gay-related immunodeficiency. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I actually、um, know that. So if you think about it, it's like and it's disqualified them from a lot of different like、yeah. participating in a lot Whereas, of different、um, truth be told parts of society. <laughs> straight people,、uh, you know, non-gay people have it too. So it was a completely inaccurate statement that he made, and it came from a place of ignorance. Right,、yeah. and then a lot of people on social media came at him and said, you know, he should be canceled. And what I really liked was that the way his situation, post this situation, a lot of people actually came out and said that, that maybe he shouldn't, like maybe canceling him right outright is not helping the situation because、no. clearly he made. A, a homophobic statement,、yeah. an inaccurate statement that comes from a place of ignorance, right? So I like something that I think Miley Cyrus、mm-hmm. shared that she actually said that as a proud and loyal member of the LGBTQIA plus community, much of my life has been dedicated to encouraging love, acceptance, and open mindedness.、Mm-hmm. The internet can feel a lot of hate and anger, and it's a nucleus of cancel culture. But I believe it can also be a place filled with education, conversation, communication, and connection. It's easier to cancel someone than to find forgiveness and. Compassion in ourselves, or take the time to change hearts and minds. There's no more room for division if we want to keep seeing progress. Knowledge is power. I know I still have so much to learn. And she said that you know in her caption on this Instagram post, Miley Cyrus said, "Da baby, check your DMs. Would love to talk and see how we can learn from each other and help be part of making a more just and understanding future." Yeah. So that's such a nice thing to say, I think, because like you said, I think what he said kind of came out of ignorance and kind of out of a lack of just. General understanding of the harm that is related to、yeah. that statement, because you know a lot of times we repeat what we hear、yeah. around the with the people around us, and I know like as someone as as people who have like who who you know mingle with older older crowds, you know our parents,、right. our uncles, they sometimes say stuff like this, you know, and then. When we were kids, we might have repeated it. So you know, that baby might have been repeating something without really understanding what he's saying.、Right. So the fact that Miley Cyrus like called him in instead of like. Kind of called him out as well, but also like called him into like let's have a more of a discussion. Yeah, let's yep, have more of a, a discussion、term. about this because like this is something that can easily, not maybe not easily, but this is something that 
can be changed through dialogue. Like, right. Like, that maybe could be made to understand, like, what you said is actually really harmful. And, you know, it's just inappropriate. Let's, let's just not do this anymore. And then yeah. he might, he would actually might change, right? Yeah. And after that, I mean, you know, he, I think, you know, GLAD, the um, LGBTQ organization, mm-hmm. they, in a statement, said that the baby actually had, like, a virtual private meeting with, like, black leaders from nine HIV organizations across the U.S. They, uh, where, you know, he, according to GLAD's statement, he genuinely listened to the HIV facts and sh- the personal stories shared by these leaders who are living and thriving with HIV, right? Yeah. So, at, at this point, like, we don't know whether... He, whether he has understood yeah. or whether because he has not made a comment post this and this meeting happened in like end of august early september um but i think that I, the concept here being that you know if we just outright you know like okay you can if the scenario had gone where you just cancel him right yeah so what what i'm thinking is that you know what person a said something offensive person b got offended then said you know what let's cut off relations or let's mm-hmm. not talk you're canceled right yeah, yeah but yeah. that doesn't change person a's thought Right, because see, when it, I it might even build resentment. Exactly, yeah. right. Because when I think about it, I'm like, if I'm say person B and this person A, or say Zara, you and me, right? You tell something say very offensive about I don't know computers, <laughs> and I I'm saying, and I say the completely opposite thing. But for me, what you said is so radically different than what I believe in. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, the first question that comes is that what I'm very curious to understand why are you. Why is your thought? We're both thinking about yeah. the same thing, but how is your thought so radically different than mine? Yeah. Because I'm curious to understand why. So I, I, even though I find, say, even though if I find your thought completely offensive and, you know, I'll be like, like, it does not make sense. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. But I still want to understand where you're coming from. Because if I truly believe that you're coming from a wrong place, say the baby came from a place of ignorance, it means he needs to be taught. Exactly. Right? He needs to be, be, be made aware about it. Yeah. So I personally don't yes there are certain there are benefits of like people like r kelly or harvey weinstein or like you know they these people getting canceled because what they've done is outrage yeah and illegal and criminal Mm -hmm. really but like when people make statements like this like the baby or like you know on social media it's like canceling them outright you're completely you know canceling any or you know there are no chances of dialogue or yeah yeah and i think what i this is a really great situation because um like the with him and miley cyrus and some other artists who did support him and not support him but like reach out to him to educate him more about this that was great but there was actually before this happened there was a large group of people who like the first day that I heard about this, it was trending. It was, and it wasn't really him that was trending. It was him that was trending. But it was Dua Lipa that was trending right. because he has a really big hit song with Dua Lipa, Levitating, that was like still on number one charts right now. Yeah. And so obviously he's making a lot of revenue from that. So a lot of people were like, Dua, you need to like, you need to take him off, like you need to delete his remix off of Spotify and Apple Music. Take him out. Don't like take out his version. Don't support a homophobic man. Blah blah blah. And this was like before he had a chance to respond. This was like before Dua Lipa had a chance to respond and even look at it. And this it was just trending that Dua Lipa needs to remove him from right. the track, but so that he's not you know profiting off of this yeah. number one song. And it could that is the part of cult- cancel culture that I think people are afraid of, that just like the internet mob is just goes after a person without fully knowing a story based on a statement that they've made, yeah. and that kind of like ends their career, ends their future, or something of that sort, right? And like so that's one thing that could have happened, but thankfully. Dolipa still has his on, right. still has him there, and clearly he's taking some steps. His peers are taking some steps to right. help educate him. So that's one situation where I think the right thing was done. But like going back to what you were saying about Harvey Weinstein and uh, R. R. Kelly, Kelly. there what they've done 
is a complete abuse of power. There's sexual assault. There's um, like I think trafficking in some areas. Rape. Rape. There's yeah. so there's so many things. Like these are criminal offenses, the, and, and they're all absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. So I think. Yeah, Harvey, he, Harvey Weinstein, his case was tried in yeah. court and it's proven that he's guilty of exactly. these crimes, right? Yeah. But would I boycott all his films? No. No, like I wouldn't, I would, right? yeah. Because Honestly, I don't even know which films are his, to be honest. But um, which, that's easy to look up. But yeah. yeah, like his films, like we were discussing before this episode, like most of his victims were the actresses in these films. Yeah. They, they might have gotten their start in a movie. Right in one of his movies. So the movies that we're boycotting are movies that brought these actresses who were mistreated to the limelight, right? right? So like this kind, by boycotting the film, we're boycotting the victim's work as well, right? right? And there's so much camera crew, there's staff, there's yeah, like the writers, producers, who wrote it, writers, yeah. actors. There's so many people involved that if you, I feel like if you boycott all his films, you're boycotting all their work. Yeah. But see, the, and the way I think is that, you know, like at the end of the day, Harvey Weinstein's name has been tarnished forever. Oh, yeah. Like, too, when I hear him, and I didn't even know that he produced all this stuff till yeah. the Me Too scandal happened. I mean, now I know him as just a fucking sexual assaulter. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and, and his legacy has been tarnished. No exactly. matter now what how he tries to do, he can never redeem himself because he has done irredeemable yeah. activities, right? Yeah. Like, sexually assaulting women, raping women and so i think that's a huge punishment you yeah. know so i wouldn't i personally don't want to boycott the films because yeah. that's great work work that where we like you know work put in by hundreds of other yeah. people which also made their career yeah so boycotting that film is also like harming them yeah i think it's it would not, be a very different scenario if he was still making movies right now or if he was still able to you know he might be one day when no he, like they yeah. i think i think they removed him from a lot of organizations yeah. he the i think he was the head of the, studio, the production studio they removed him from mm-hmm. it because but that's and that's the point right i think to this guy think of it like you know i think of it like this is a man who has had so much power that he felt like he could assault and rape yeah. so many women yeah. now think of this narcissistic man who now realizes all his power is taken and he absolutely has money and because taken rightfully so because he's done criminal activities i think it's a huge punishment that now this man has no power yeah right hopefully, like yeah. yeah hopefully yeah i know it's um with with r kelly as well mm-hmm. you know his music is directly i mean i know there's a lot of people involved in his music as well yeah but i feel like i think that we were we were also talking about this like when when r kelly was in the news initially his songs like people were listening to his songs more because it came into the light more yeah right? apparently his, so, his uh, song sales for yeah. streaming went up yeah after all so, so like he made out. more money essentially right. right so like it's sad do we like i personally I, don't listen to r kelly I personally don't and if i knew that somebody had done something like this i personally would probably be like okay this person whatever i don't care about them anymore i'm not gonna listen to their music anymore yeah especially if it's music that hasn't impacted me but like do i think that spotify apple should music, take his music should off. take his music off the platform i honestly don't know yeah. i don't know like if they took it off i wouldn't be mad because but, we're not yeah but i think to then now to bring in another instance it's like recent well yeah last year jk rowling made a, lo- a lot of transphobic comments yeah right and um it created a lot of debate it stirred up a lot of controversy and here's the thing jk rowling I love Harry Potter. Yeah. I, I think it really had a huge impact For on me sure. as a child. Um, her work was extreme. And not and yeah, it's just, just like us, so many children found uh, such joy in reading her books. And 
there are a lot of children who say found it as an escape from say they were being bullied or they were introverts right so that helped them right the book was so like a sort of yeah escape, yeah, escape right yeah. and to think so if somebody asked me actually that would you boycott harry potter i'm not gonna lie because out of all these celebrities we've talked about so far jk harry potter it's, is the work that it's personal yeah yeah because it had a personal impact on me so i personally can't imagine not reading jk like harry potter anymore yeah but but I think my perception of J.K. Rowling has changed sure, yeah. because I'm aware. So it's like just because I I love Harry Potter doesn't mean that I am like, oh, I'm completely blind. I have a blind loyalty. Yeah. I'm informed and I understand what she said. I don't entirely agree with it, yeah. but I don't want to not read Harry yeah. Potter. So if you ask me like, oh, and then we talked about this yeah. and um oh like you know someone can say oh but you're buying their books well i've already bought it and read it so yeah. apparently your sales went up yeah when exactly. all this happened i've passed all of this for sales yeah so like so i ask you like it already for us the impact is done we've read it yeah we've read it we've already yeah. contributed to but the would, you, would you give the gift to someone to i don't know some other nephew or whatever right i probably wouldn't gift a harry potter book i might lend i have a like i take care of my harry potter books very, i always bought the hardcover yeah. i take very good care of it it's in my bookshelf back home so if somebody wanted to borrow it from me yes i would yeah. give it to them and be like this book was very impactful for me but you know i think depending on the age of the person i'm talking to and how much they'll understand of what my explanation is i would tell them that you know there was this controversy behind the author and like yeah. since then blah, yeah. blah blah i would say all this to them i'd let them know and i think i'm hoping like if i gave it to someone who's a, a younger generation like they are more aware i think a lot of most people are very aware of what's happening in the world right now they're also a bit more you know despite this cancel cancel culture and wokeness they are a bit more inclusive i would say of different types of people so i think i'm hoping that um people aren't dumb you know like like you said it's not blind blindly worshiping or uh, following an author like harry potter has impacted so many lives and and like because of that impact right i feel like i personally feel like if you if we just stop and cancel Harry Potter, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, not cancel Jake Carroll. I'm thinking about canceling Harry Potter. You're denying the positive impact it had on millions of children across yeah. the world, right? Who found joy in it, whose childhood was shaped by it, mm-hmm. who probably during a tough time, say a, a child might have been introverted or being bullied at school or so many situations, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That book helped them imagine a, a better escape, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like you're denying those millions of children's. Yeah. feelings the impact they the positive impact they felt from the book right yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's not as simple as a black yeah. and white answer in every scenario and yes you know, in some yeah. scenarios it's a, like for r kelly or yeah, exactly. extent, but not in every instance no. it can easily be like i feel like you can't just jump and say mm. let's cancel them right yeah and i think especially when it's like a piece of art that's so impactful and i know like maybe r kelly and uh has impacted so many people as well i don't know but um the thing is, like, his songs were always About kind sex. of, like, very sexual. Like, yes. like, he was the king. He was, like, the, yeah. the dude. He got all the girls. I'm conquer. Like, yeah, he was, he was kind of always, like, this exploitive sexual kind of thing, yes. right? So, like, you know what? It, and, I mean, I, and he will hopefully get his... Has he, I, don't, I honestly don't know. The trial hasn't trial. finished. I don't know if it's finished. But, you know, I'm hoping, like, justice is served. Yes. And, you know, 100%. the thing with with thing with thing um, the Me Too movement, uh, with, uh, say, any anything that goes to court it takes a while and then that's when people get mad that's when people are like the, the reason we're canceling this artist and this person is because the co- the law is taking too long to serve justice mm, but the truth of the matter true. and the law is or like the law it works in the favor of a powerful man right or something that's like you know what there's a lot of cracks there in the legal system right and there's a lot of um cases where people get away with uh taking advantage of more vulnerable you know women girls whatever but um 
you know, there's a reason that the law is hard. Like, like it's hard essentially, to prove. It's, 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 it's hard to prove. Laws are in place so that you aren't wrongfully jailed or wrongfully given a sentence. Because we care more about the innocent. Exactly. Than the so it's innocent, it's innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So, you know, I'm 100% sure R. Kelly is guilty, but what if, like, people... There's, there are cases where someone has been falsely accused. And yeah. that's why it takes so long for the legal system. Yeah. Obviously, there's cracks that need to be fixed that could maybe take from right, some, of right. these, uh, some of these, you know, things that contribute to it taking longer away. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, that's just, that's kind of how it is now. But we can work, hopefully, like, right. as we can work to make the legal system better so that the people who are doing this criminal activity do get, you know, don't just get millions of dollars and then we figure out that they've been doing this their whole life right and that's right. why like workplace culture um like Weinstein's assistants were too scared to talk about yeah. all the stuff he was doing and there's so much that needs to be worked on like corporations and like balance of power and all yeah. this stuff is something that stuff that we need to work from the ground up mm-hmm. before we can just cancel a human being right yeah because like, it, the it system needs to be it, worked because you know you're you truly don't we also don't truly cancel them exactly like, if you really <laughs> think about it like you truly don't cancel them like I yeah. was surprised to hear that Arkeley song sales actually went up yeah and that shocked me because I'm like this you know this disgusting human being mm-hmm. not uh, se- separating the human being from the artist but yeah. disgusting human being like his sales went up like yeah you know like I was surprised but as they say no publicity is bad publicity I guess yeah. see like I'm thinking for say for JK Rowling like a lot of people when we were talking about this online a lot of people pinpoint to specific references in Harry Potter that could have been transphobic that could have been anti-semitic or that could have been um you know something of that sort and so people probably went to like okay I need to go buy this book so I can read this part and right. maybe some people were like oh R. Kelly's lyrics had said this or somebody was like oh I need to go listen to the song or right. I need to go listen to the song because right, right, right. you know sometimes the headlines are oh ignition st- ignition yeah, singer yeah, yeah. people are like what's ignition and very sensationalized right? yeah. so like it's like that's the thing we talk we create these like discussions which I think are so important to have like the idea behind um, raising awareness I think raising awareness is a better term than cancel culture I don't know there's so many there's so many different terms around See, my, this my point is like say this the baby instance right? yeah, yeah, yeah like my point is just reading the headline the baby said this I can't just decide oh cancel yeah exactly like I I really liked what Miley Cyrus shared because exactly. I was like you know let's call you in and have a conversation because mm-hmm. yes could very well be that you are a homophobic ass but yeah could very well be that you're not you're just an ignorant ass yeah yeah you know so i will never find out till i have a conversation with yeah, you like we've all said really stupid shit and like thankfully someone oh, has called yeah. us out on it right yeah, yeah. so yeah I, and so yeah it's like it's like a case-by-case kind of scenario yeah like yeah you can't just like not think everybody about, doesn't fit the blanket yeah. think about like um i think i saw on the the real daytime mm-hmm. uh, Amanda Seals was they were talking about cancel culture and then Amanda Seals was saying that you know um, like R. Kelly should be canceled because you know he's done heinous crimes but then she was talking about Bill Cosby who yeah. got convicted for sexual assault yeah fucking grandpa <laughs> <laughs> disgusting but my point being that he got convicted right but then she made this point that she was like but Bill Cosby the, his show his work yeah. he's like she's talking about separating the art from the artist because she's like well, the work of his show, first of all, there were other contributors. And secondly, mm. she was like, that show was very important for the black community at that time because it yeah. was so much representation on television, right? So it's like, you can't just cancel his show because of the impact it had and because it's not entirely about him, right? Yeah. There's a bigger picture. Exactly. So you cancel him. but not. And then I re- and then when I listened to her saying it, I was like, I never thought that, you know? Yeah, like separating the art from the artist. So it's very much a case by case. So I, I'm like, you know, like, 
for yeah, in, when it comes to say J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter, right? Like yeah. I, it's hard for us to yeah I, cancel Harry Potter. Yeah, I can easily not buy any or any future books from J.K. Rowling. Yeah, I but, cannot follow her. I yeah. cannot contribute to any new revenue. But it's hard for me to like go out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like I I like Harry Potter. I love it, but. But now I'm also aware that um, J.K. Rowling said this thing, you know, and it yeah. might not, it's it's not entirely what aligns with me. Exactly. Um, and I th- I know that some, I know that some people who are listening to this, they're like, no, but like she said this, you should just be canceled. And I understand that, but that's what I'm saying that personally, and I think mm-hmm. I can't just think of like, say, and here's the thing, how can I actually, like, can I go in my mind and remove Harry Potter? I no. can't, unfortunately. Yeah. Or the impact it had, or the ways it probably shaped me, I don't know, but yeah. like, you know, my mind was shaped by this seventh series book but my point being that you know but now i'm aware awareness is power like knowledge exactly. is power and awareness is accountability yeah right so now that i know this i'm like okay probably i won't talk about her in very very high regard the next time in a conversation because i know that she said exactly. something that i myself am still, still trying to dissect as to why yeah. she said it and this is exactly why i never put celebrities on a pedestal <laughs> you really never should put celebrities on a pedestal yeah your queen your your boss babe just don't like okay they're human beings like that's your a, your biggest inventor really your biggest like king or queen they're human beings. They mess up. How many people's queen was Nicki Minaj until she said, God knows what, like her, the, the, vaccine the Trinidad, Trinidad government got involved, the White House got involved, all this drama oh, ensued, drama. like, but see, and a- she just said a dumbass piece of shit and she shouldn't have said it. And now their queen has fallen and, <laughs> and she's on a, she's on a rant. This okay. person's on a rant. I don't know. Okay. That's a good, good way to kind of like, okay, so we now talk we talked about cancel culture and celebrities but then cancel culture on like a more like daily basis in yeah. a sense you know linking it to like freedom of speech yeah right like so that's between just individuals yeah removing the celebrity from that so it's like i don't know like you know it's like now it's like you know here's the thing i would rather that someone if someone thinks that oh if someone is homophobic or sexist or a racist come say it to my face yeah I would rather you come say it to my face so that we can have a chat about it. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, like a full-on argument about yeah. it. Or a calm discussion about it rather than you pretending uh, to be super nice and woke in front of me. But actually you think of all these like thoughts, right? Because, mm-hmm. and here's the thing. If, I mean, I don't have, at least to my knowledge, friends around me don't, are not say sexist or racist or homophobic yeah. but if someone did think like that i would rather have that conversation with them right i wouldn't cancel them right yeah. away if i okay if i still have a conversation this person is still like it's very case by case yeah for yeah. sure yeah i think that like humans aren't just black and white like just because you uh once thought this doesn't mean you're always gonna think this just because you're conservative doesn't mean you're gonna have like these kind of values right so i think definitely case by case for friends like if they genuinely just constantly want to argue with you about something that you know is inappropriate and you're just not having it, then you should cut that person out of your life if you want to. But, you know, you can also talk to your friend and explain to them why, what they're, the way that they're thinking is harmful to a specific community or whatever, right? Right. Yeah, but that's just friends. But then there's people, there's one person in particular, like Amy Cooper. <laughs> she, was the, she was the lady who, I think, on a hike or something, someone was, like, an African or a black person was 
bird watching mm-hmm. and um i can't remember what exactly uh caused her to get so hyper but she was like she threatened him saying i'm she gonna call called, the cops she called she actually yeah, dialed 911 like, and she was like I'm. yeah and i think the major thing was like she threatened him before calling saying i'm gonna call the cops and say that a black man is being aggressive and like she knew what that meant she knew that saying that i'm gonna tell the cops a black man was aggressive meant that the cops were gonna take harsh action against him even right. though he wasn't really doing he was anything. just bird watching yeah so the like and because of that and you know like okay because of that she lost her job right and then i think from from what was talked about that after i don't think she's gotten a job after that or like essentially she was under the impression that her career is over right whatever career she had was over now obviously what she did is definitely wrong and obviously you should not be calling the cops when um falsely accusing someone like that's a crime so technically what she did is a crime so she should be you know also right like you know, given just like just as she be brought in that You're way as well. You're wasting a nine one one operator's time. Exactly, right? But then, but should she never have a job? Should she never get have the opportunity Good to put point. food on her table? Like, she probably has people to support. A suspension, hundred percent. I agree. She should be getting, or or maybe she can be terminated from this job. But you know, the effects of cancel culture is not that simple. It's not like okay, she's terminated from this job. She can learn. She can grow, and then she'll get another job. But what's this? Like this is going to be on her record, right? That she got fired because of this. Um, right. like, you know, hate speech or whatever the hell that she said. So it's easier for celebrities to recover. Exactly, and like you, like you're saying, celebrities people. do recover. Like, yeah, like uh, Chrissy Teigen's back. Who else is back? Everybody's back. Yeah, Chris, like Chrissy Teigen was like, I can't even like you know her one was like affected me a lot. I really liked her, <laughs> and then to see that she did all that shit, and now she's. Like, yeah, there was this time few months of, like, she and she... And, of course, celebrities had their PR team. The PR team's like, exactly. this, there's a template for this apology. Now we have when you're getting canceled. Karen's don't so. have PR teams, <laughs> like, you know? And, like, they get even more hyper when you cancel them. And then they become even more radical. Yeah. So it's like... And then, you know, as much as Karens are annoying, we don't want them starving on the street. Like, they need to have a job and have food on the humans, table, yeah. right? So, like, that's the thing. You know, like, Olivia Jade, the college admission scandal person. She's on Dancing with the Stars. I just found out today from Maisha. Like, yeah. what? Girl is... I can't. But I can't. that's what I'm saying. Like celebrities come like, back. But celebrities humans truly, but if, don't on a daily basis. Yeah. It's really hard for humans, like, okay, celebrities are humans too. It's really hard for everyday common, common people yeah. to uh, come back from the effects of cancel culture. And I think there's a lot of fear in people that cancel culture is going to, like, they're going to lose their job because of cancel culture. They're going to be accused of, they're going to get me too, is what everybody's afraid yeah, of. They're going to lose their friends. They're going to lose their, their friends. Family. I, know, I know a lot of people who don't openly express their political opinions because... Or they, even any opinion. Or any opinion because they don't issue. want, yeah. because they don't want to complicate their friendships. And that's sad because, you know, the way, if there is hate speech, if there is um, disagreements, the way to kind of change someone's opinion or, or you know, just come to an agreement is through more speech it's not, oh, yeah. not through being like you're shunned keep believing you what see, you believe but this in is, your corner this is where I think because you know like cancel I mean cancel culture shouldn't be like you know just because someone has a radically different thought then you just outright shun yeah. them right but this is where this is where cancel culture got a really really bad rep yeah. right because some people actually do that and then because originally cancel culture was not about that. It's very, cancel culture, cancel canceling. I'll forget cancel culture. Canceling is a very personal and individual thing, mm-hmm. right? And yes, now it's become part of social justice. That okay, collectively because you know celebrities in power, let's ban them. But now it's like think about people on the right, right? A lot of right wing politicians, like conservatives and Republicans in the U.S., they've now like last year, Republican National Committee's um, yearly annual whatever meeting, the theme was America uncancelled. 
Like because they've just co-opted that term. Yeah, because they feel like cancel culture now gets used anytime, and it's politicized. We're saying that cancel culture is used to violate freedom of speech. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it's like it's because it's become so political now. That's what's in putting this fear in everyday, everyday, you know, people. Yeah, like and it could be because everyday people are getting so scared. They're getting hyper, and they're they're canceling each other more. And like, okay, I don't want you in my company. You're ruining my reputation. Fire her. Or oh no, like I don't want this product because it's like I'm gonna get in trouble one day. So it's like we're taking really drastic steps because of the climate of fear around it, as yeah. opposed to just discussions with yeah. each other. Because sometimes and the climate be... of fear is because it's being so politicized. Yeah, and sometimes. Sometimes, you know, it's like you have different opinions about some very trivial things. Yeah. Right? But you, I feel like we're so even scared to say that. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. as I said, like, you know, I don't want some silent BS like spewing or she was yeah, doing yeah, yeah, in your yeah. mind. Because let's be real, a tr- person like Trump could become president because there was a silent majority, majority. <laughs> who believed in his values, which till 2016, nobody in the world thought that the majority of the US population thought. Yeah. But clearly they did. There was a significant majority that put him in the White House. Yeah. And, you know, I was glad that Trump was tweeting away the four <laughs> years he was president because. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people were like, throughout his presidency, a lot of people were like, you should, they, he should be banned from Twitter. And I was like, I kept thinking, no, because I'd rather hear him say all this shit. Yeah. Because and then see you how many people agree with it. Exactly. Because it's like, I'd rather know the person on the other side, and I put this in quotation yeah. marks, right? Because now it's all about them versus us, unfortunately. But I'd rather know what your thoughts are so I can give you a better, I can come up with a better answer, a better mm-hmm. solution, right? Yeah. yeah. So, because, so that way it's an, asymmetric conversation yeah. sorry sorry asymmetric conversation and where both parties are fully informed yeah i think I, in theory i agree with you but i think in implementation that's hard because i feel like that's actually one of the reasons why there's so much division now is because everybody's opinion is out there so you know mm-hmm. before like you're like okay this person feels very strongly about this i'm just gonna stay quiet and not put my opinion in and so some sort of peace was kept yeah now whether that peace was just like a band-aid waiting band-aid waiting to rip off or whether that peace was like creating lots of harm behind closed doors right we don't know but that's i think the division that's out there and you're 100 right like i think trump trump coming into um becoming president really amplified that right but that's the thing like is it a good thing that it amplified and just like broke the walls and now there's so much people are all about like or was it better that it was closed i generally don't know the answer but like i think that's like a big problem but i think now it's like trend but that's too much but that's but that's the trend now like it's it's become trendy to voice your opinion right and let's be real now on social media everybody shares yeah. it's the same it's literally the same thing yeah and everybody has to voice their opinion and i get that but my but i'm like here i personally believe even though a lot of i know that i can i have been told that i can come on as you know opinionated and everything <laughs> and i'm opinionated yeah so is a lot of people but i think the way the way i talk to someone say if you and i have a disagreement yeah. maybe theoretically it's I, we don't really rarely, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> but hello to, for the record, she just disagreed with me on a point, so this is a pretty, like, important moment <laughs> for podcast. Um, but, no, but I think, you know, like, the way I see it is, like, if we, and I think Zara and I usually, we talk, we think in this way similar, that, okay, if somebody disagrees, let's hear you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And sure, we might agree to disagree, but I'm just, like, I think of it case by case that should I am I gonna go all like you know all ballistic on you yeah, yeah does yeah. this warrant a ballistic response or yeah. is it gonna be calm or reason and rationale will get us through the conversation right there are some people who are just outright like no yeah okay there are some people you just see they don't want to listen to logic or reason or anything and you know that your words have been wasted yeah but my point is 
we have to, and I know it's so hard, even in this, as I say it, I might not do it all the time, but we have to enter a conversation mm-hmm. with the give, giving, you know, not having already made up our mind about the other person's idea. Yeah. Right? Like, if I were to today sit down with a homophobic person, I'll be like, yeah, I, yes, I'm not gonna lie, I'll be pretty prejudiced, you're homophobic, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But, as I'm saying it, I'm like, I need to listen to you. Yeah. Like, and why are you thinking what you're thinking? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Because nobody, no person, nobody's fundamentally bad. I think every person, it's very nice, but I'm like, every person <laughs> is fundamentally good. We were born the same. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I think we are, we are, we were born with the same parts of our bodies, brain and heart. Yeah. And it's our upbringing and culture that shapes us. Yeah, because, you know, I was actually that uh, Pew institute um that i was looking to they actually and this is this is the thing that shocked me when i was when i was just trying to do some research on cancel culture i thought it was just going to be like celebrity news and yeah. like some vox articles something like that i didn't realize that a like a research institute was going to have a study on cancel mm-hmm. culture you know and then the convention for the republicans is going to be about cancel culture but yeah there's a there's a legit study on cancel culture and like they kind of um did it the research right is kind of like the opinions that uh, over partisan lines, I guess. So what conservatives think and what uh, liberals think yeah. about um, cancel culture. And the thing is, like you were saying, like we're all born the same. And then as depending on the who we hang out with and the environment yeah. we grow up in, our opinions are shaped that way. And they don't really change unless we get ourselves out of the situation right. that we're in. So like even in this study, like the conservatives had a specific opinion about cancel culture and it then was, the liberals did. It was so drastically different, right? It was drastically right? different, right? Like a lot of conservatives, and actually I'll just pull it up. Like a lot of um, conservatives are thinking cancel culture is an attack on traditional American society. Cancel culture is people canceling anyone they disagree with. It's a it's a way to uh, it's a misrepresentation of people's actions. It's just mean spirited. It's censorship. Um, whereas the left are more like it's actions that are taken to hold people accountable. So the, here you go, attack versus accountable. Like you're just so exactly, opposite. exactly. Punishment versus yeah. accountability, right? And then some people are like, um, it's a way to call out racism, sexism that's been allowed to go on for so long. Right. Um, other people are like. Yeah, so there's like, these are the two. Like, so it's like it, it's, all the liberals kind of agree with yeah. one. There's some people in the middle, obviously, but there's which I think you and I are kind of there. But um, so yeah, like it's too, it's too. But see, it's a good, it's a good thing that you brought this up because that's the point, right? Mm-hmm. Saying if I'm a conservative, right, or if I'm a say, if I'm a I don't know, like a racist person, right? Yeah, I'm probably surrounded by people who have values and about races and racism similar to mine yeah so how will i probably try to even understand the person because the people i'm with the environment i'm in is not conducive for me to understand the other's point of view now cancel culture in the current state that people are it's like it doesn't even allow this person Mm -hmm. in this case in this example me to understand or come in contact with another person of a different thought or ideology right yeah but for me to understand the other side, I need to talk to the other side, yeah. right? And I think curiosity is, like, I think you used that word before, but curiosity is important, oh, right? Like, yes. Like, curiosity in the other person's opinion is what's yeah. eventually going to get one of you to agree with the other or both of you to agree with... Or come with, to an a, a harmonious yeah. uh, state where you both can exist, yeah. coexist with different ideologies maybe mm-hmm. of course if you if it's a different ideology to the point that someone's like extremely and blatantly racist and sexist and homophobic and yes i will shun you if you're still like telling me oh no like you know people of color are the worst and all of that yes yeah. then if there's no reason or rationale to your thought usually which usually there isn't but to these ideas but then yeah sure but my point is that if it's coming from a place of ignorance let's talk exactly it's, there's there's literally like because canceling what i'm seeing what i'm seeing is that imagine if it's like a 
if it's like 10 people on the left versus or 10 people who believe in cancel culture with accountability versus 10 people who think cancel culture is punishment it's like you're shooting each other right mm-hmm. nobody's left standing and this is like it doesn't resolve yeah. anything yeah exactly and that's the thing right like like we're talking about celebrities and everything, it doesn't resolve anything. No. For, for, the, for the everyday person, their life essentially gets ruined. Yeah. Because now they're like, I'm shunned from society and I'm not getting a job. For celebrities, it's a huge drama that we all follow, we repost, we share, uh, and then it just becomes a talking point. And then yeah. they go on with their lives. They're still making money. They slowly come back. They just take a period off and then they come back with their PR team. And yeah, there's, I'm pretty sure now PR, PR companies have a template for cancel culture. Like if you're like if you're canceled, this is the apology. Exactly, it's costing thousand dollars. Exactly. Yeah, I'm listening and learning. Yeah. I, oh my God, it's, please educate me. I don't know. Like it's it's obviously like in theory it's all great, but in practice, this is no, such but a. This is, this is the point, right? Like, like Da Baby probably didn't have that sort of information around him. Yeah. When he talked to probably these like nine like leaders of mm-hmm. HIV organ and you know people living with HIV he probably came in contact with people that you know contradicted his thought his ignorance yeah right and that gave him knowledge yeah and you know it's it's important to understand that a, 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 I don't know like like a blind or uneducated ideology it become it when it's met with knowledge it feels like, oh, shit. Yeah. The look on that person is pretty, like, oh, shit, right? Yeah. Like, how do I proceed with still, like, denying yeah. something or, you know, calling someone something? Yeah. And then after that, if that person still sticks to their values, they know, too, that, you know, the, you're denying facts. Yeah. Right? So it's, it, my point is, not that I'm saying that, you know, oh, we should go and have a conversation, sit down with the rapist. Like, why did you? No. But if, if someone made a statement like the baby did, it's worth a conversation. Yeah, but even like with rapists, don't they do psychological studies and stuff on like why, yes. per, why based on like their upbringing? Rapists, right, so that's the thing, yeah. right? Like there's so much behind the actions of people. Yeah. Is we not, we're not able to just cancel them and that's it. So I think that's the point we're trying to say that like not necessarily that, that calling out wrong and offensive things is wrong, but we're saying that does this culture of cancel culture, does this fear that's around it, that everybody's kind of having like, I'm going to be canceled next. And does like just canceling someone and creating a hype about it and then eventually nothing happens. Yeah. Is it worth it or is it like let's take some actual true action, like actual steps. No, let's, let's call out. Like, let's call out. Let's discuss why let's, it's harmful. Yeah. Let's discuss why it's offensive. And let's try to like transgress as a society. Let's try to, you know, break down stuff that we believed in that were clearly wrong. And We're all part of the same society. Yeah. We're all humans, right? Mm-hmm. So call out. Sure. Yes. Saying that, you know, this person, like, should be, uh, I don't know, canceled right away and you boycott entirely. But rather, like, you know, if the person next to you has a different ideology, fine, call them out. But, hey, I think that's a very, like... Yeah. And call, them out, and call them out genuinely. Like, don't call them out because you're trying to look righteous. Yeah. Because and, like, want to show too, that you're yeah, woke. Um, because yeah. probably you've said something offensive sometime in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But call them out and then with the genuine intention, be like, okay, yeah, why are you thinking that? Let's yeah. have conversation. So call out plus conversation. But you know, to give this as a disclaimer so that people don't think that, oh, we're saying this for every... No. But then for some cases, yeah. it's very obvious. As yeah. we said this already. And, like, for some cases, where the... Where, say, legal action is just not happening, that's when social media movements actually sometimes can push... Can push... It, exhibit A is Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Like, the whole thing with him, it was, you know, it was, like, sort of, like, 
catapulted because yeah. of social media, like Me Too. Yeah, and like even like Larry Nasser, right? Like, yeah. Because so, so many girls spoke out, so many Gymnast, people shared yeah. their experiences of people they trusted, exploiting them, and like that kind of pushed. That's why you know I'm I'm a fan of the Me Too movement. Like as much as many people are um, saying like you know men are men are living in fear now, the truth of the matter is I don't know a single friend of mine who hasn't been exploited, like some way wrongly One by, way by a male uncle, women. doctor, uh, teacher, friend, teacher, friend yeah. who hasn't taken advantage of them because men for so long and you know what men have done this to other men too women have done this to men like not just men but like essentially people who are in a higher position than you who have the power above you you know. I've, I, everyone I know has had an experience yes. like that. So it needed to be brought. So when, when that Me Too thing happened and everybody was putting it on their Facebook status and Instagram status and you're like, shit, like literally everybody has gone through this and we've allowed it to happen. Our, like our uncles, aunts, parents have told us to say hush, hush. Yeah. So we definitely need to be able to make girls, boys, anybody of any gender feel like if they're being sexually you know, harassed, assaulted, whatever, they need to be able to come out. Right. We need to make sure that when we say cancel culture is bad, we're not saying that you have to stay quiet about stuff that's happened to you, right? No, like, yeah. no, like... So Me Too movement is great, but, like, just falsely accusing someone or canceling someone who said something, like, that can be easily fixed by discussion, that's wrong. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think the... For me, cancel culture right now, it's like... Because I think because initially how cancel culture started was great. Yeah. It was about calling someone out and it was more about collectively, you know, because people in power, people who are celebrities, they have so much power. As common people, we are like, our only tool is social media. So let's, let's just band together and like, you know, call yeah. people out like Harvey Weinstein and then put them on trial and, you know, get them to that point, right? So the, the way cancel culture started was brilliant. But now in its current form, cancel culture is almost, it's, it's morphed into this thing where, you know, in a, in many ways, you know, people are saying, oh, somebody who just has even a different thought about probably coffee than you can be yeah. like, oh my God, you yeah. think this coffee is good? Yeah. You can't. You know, like, there's no room for conversation yeah, or discussion. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that, for that's, some reason, that's that a problem. Your coffee, your coffee um, analogy made me think of like how people say kids these days are like too picky with their relationships. So, so if someone doesn't like the same coffee, you're, you're not going to date that person. But yeah, essentially, like, yeah, we're becoming a little crazy these days. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think that's what, because, you know, our podcast is about them versus us. And the reason why we actually started our podcast in the first place was because the world in the last three, four years has become so polarized. Yeah. Someone who might have a very different thought than you, it seems like there's no room for conversation with that person. But that just doesn't take us anywhere, right? No. We, in our podcast, we try to promote the idea of have a conversation with the person who might have a different idea than you so that there's no that versus us at the end of the day we're all fucking humans mm-hmm. right so and see if we can come to a point where we can coexist with different ideologies if yeah. someone has a very wrong ideology that's a different case but i think that's why when we talk about cancel culture we're all for cancel culture if it's about yes like getting to movements like say bring you know pe- bring down people in power like Harvey Weinstein where social media and cancel culture played a big role in getting them to trial mm-hmm. but just canceling someone like say the baby yeah. for saying a statement that now as it turns out this person can be educated yeah let's see now after being educated does he still conform to this very mm-hmm. wrong and inaccurate and ignorant thought yeah right so it's, yeah. it's a very case by case basis for sure. you can't just blanketly use this term yeah, yeah. in fact uh, accountability culture is a better. I don't know. Or honestly, yeah. We, I don't want to get redemption. Yeah, redemption culture. I've heard so many things. I've heard compassion culture, redemption culture, uh, accountability culture. Yeah. Because cancel culture sounds harsh, but like you know, 
I'm not one to get too stuck on words, but like compassion culture, especially like with the baby, a lot of people because he's in the musical community, it's a lot of his his peers, his uh, colleagues that came out to be like, "Let me help you." And they you were get through this. Not to but get, maybe they, they were wrong, they were that. disappointed too. Probably. Yeah, for sure, yeah. they were disappointed too. But you know, they don't they don't extend that to say someone who isn't is they know isn't a completely different, um, you know, they thought stranger, whatever, completely yeah. different, um, like. Why am I losing words? Like different, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like I think when you're on two opposing sides, it's really easy for you to be like, oh my god, like that side obviously thinks something negative, right. as opposed to being like, let me talk to that side and see where we can come to an understanding. So essentially, yeah, compassion culture is important, but obviously, this like you have to express your disappointment and you have to express that the main offensive thing that was said is still at the end of the day offensive. Right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think that's essentially what we wanted to talk about today. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you again soon. And yeah, and we hope that, you know, our episode today about cancel culture makes you also like reflect, right? Like mm-hmm. and think about all of that around us. And I don't know if you have a friend or I don't know, like family member who has a different thought, like think about having a conversation with them. For sure. More diff- coming from a different, bit more different place, different approach. Conversations are necessary. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. See ya. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. For updates and to connect with us, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at, at That's What They Said Podcast.